0: Uh, welcome back to How Come, you guys. This episode is going to be a doozy. Um, I have the... <laughs> <laughs> One
1: of my favorite sexual terms. Go on. <laughs> How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my
2: sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests
1: can help. I can do it by myself. I wanna just
0: Yeah, um I have the wonderful Incomparable John Fugel saying he's a comedian, he is a political genius. I'm gonna say it, um, and he knows a t- He's my source uh, for everything Christianity and sexual health and wellness and yeah and perspectives. And uh, also we have, and also and also <laughs> and also we have Christian Finnegan he's who's a inv-
2: source of, for sexual dysfunction and <laughs> shame. And-
0: uh, you know him from VH1's Best Week Ever and also lots of other amazing shit. You've got half hour. Yeah, you know, I'm going
2: to go on limb and say this one's going to be a doozy. It's going to mm. be a doozy. A doozy. Um,
0: so Christian Finnegan and John Fugel saying, welcome to How Come.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We already had um, a semi-recording before.
2: I wasn't going to bring it up.
0: I cried. Mm. I, I fucked it up. Um, and I cried wow. in front of them, and they came back, and... Uh, you had
1: this whole elaborate thing planned, and you got going, and then suddenly you, 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 you couldn't reach the moment you have been wanting to reach, and you were left disappointed and frustrated. I see what you're Why, doing how here. do I know? I see what you're doing here. Yeah, Familiar, trying to be <laughs> thematically consistent with.
2: And you know, and and John kept jumping in and be like, "No, I know where the button is to get to." Yeah, record. I can. Do, I can know. <laughs> <note laughs> <then,
1: then, laughs> no, this never happened. I don't happened. think that's it. But... Five minutes. Five minutes. It'll be fine. <laughs> this has never happened before.
0: And then I ended up crying. Yeah, it yeah. all sounds. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Prom night. I was just
1: there, (laughs) off to the side. Yeah. Oh my god. Prom night was so much worse than that. I'm the one who's (laughs) crying in the corner, so that was refreshing.
0: Prom night, I literally was in the corner watching my date fuck somebody else in the bushes. Yeah. In the bushes. Or yeah, we were at somebody's house at like after prom, but yeah. Mm. How was your prom?
1: My prom was so bad, I went the next year, and that was so bad, I went the next year, and then I just realized, I'm not going to be cut out for proms.
0: Wait, was your prom... I went to three like, proms. But you, you I, could he, go as not a senior? A
1: yeah, well, I fin- I graduated high school a year early, Okay. so uh, no one would go with me. My girlfriend dumped me, so I took a friend. <laughs> Nothing happened. And then the next year, I went with my girlfriend, and she broke up with me that night, and literally it ended with like... I broke with up like, with my
2: girlfriend on prom night. It ended with Whoa. like, I'm in the back
1: seat of a car, and she's in the front seat with a guy in her lap, in the and I'm like, okay, and I got out, and called my dad and asked for a ride home. Uh, And then the following year, uh, my best friend's kid sister asked me to take her. And I didn't, I thought it'd be rude to say no. I mean, I was already a college sophomore by then, but still only 18. So I went. That's
0: very friends. It
1: felt really embarrassing by that time. And I just thought, you know what? Proms and me are not meant to be a thing.
0: I don't think proms in anyone are meant to be a thing.
2: Well, I went to my... I graduated from a uh, a performing arts high school. Okay. It was for, like, prodigies and Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) fuck-ups. You know, like, kids are like, well, Keith got kicked out of four schools. That must mean he's a painter. (laughs) Like, that kind of school. (laughs) And so our prom was, like, really weird and slapdash. What
0: state was this in? In
2: Massachusetts. Okay. Um, But I think my prom, I was wearing... I, I went full thrift store. I had the big, ruffly tuck shirt with a plaid jacket and shorts and a bowler like in a cane. <laughs> I was that asshole. <laughs> like, I was like,
0: Mr. Quirk. We're doing it ironically? You were- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Well, okay. you know,
2: but it was, it was stupid. Mm. Yeah.
0: Sounds great.
2: Um, yeah. Um, but uh, I was dating a girl who was younger than me. Like she, I was a senior and she was a junior and I just didn't I didn't want to hang out with her. It was like Prom night, I want to hang out with my friends or whatever. And she, I think, wanted it to be like a. She was a ballet dancer, and they they actually take the shit seriously. Yeah, oh, I see. like <laughs> she had like the prom dress and everything. Yeah. All my friends were, like, you know, dressed like idiots and stuff.
0: I think, like, as girls, we're, like, taught to take prom very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt like a big fucking failure for not having, A, a date that was in love with me for prom, and B, a date that was going to have sex, like, he said, sex wow. with someone else. I
1: did that three yeah. years in a row, so I'm I'm a triple yeah. failure. Yeah.
0: Did you go to a Catholic school? No. No. Okay. Just raised-
1: my, my father had been principal in a Catholic school. Okay. And did not want me to go to a Catholic school.
2: Okay. Wow! <laughs> yes, <laughs> good salesman. Uh,
1: no, he he knew it wasn't going to be. He, he didn't want me getting that kind of religious education. Uh, although he, at one point I was I was uh, he did offer me to go. I was picked on so much. He offered me to send me to an all boys Catholic school, and I thought, you know what, I'll 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 take the being pummeled in the locker instead. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> instead, he said, you know, you can get out of high school early. I'm like, tell me more about this. He goes, oh, you get all your credits in, you finish. So I moved to New York City the week I turned 17.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: I missed my senior year.
0: Did you? Did he make? Where, you, where are you from again? Long
1: Island. Long Island, right.
0: Did you? Did he make you go to church? Oh yeah, every a, week.
1: Every week, every holy day. Okay. Yes. We but used to have
2: mass in my living room. Not my living room, but uh, my grandmother's. My uncle was a priest, and so like on holy. holidays, uh-huh. uh, he would say mass in the living room, and we would, my cousins and I, would do the readings and. What is wow. mass? You just
0: get together and everyone says mass. No, no, it's exactly <laughs> it. It's, <yeah.
1: laughs> we put our hands in a circle and go one, two, two three. three. Mass, mass. <laughs> mass. Oh, your volume and your velocity. I'm mass. <laughs> yeah, I was baptized by the priest in my parents' living room, um, and uh, wow. we were very Catholic. We used to have open casket reunions in my family. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, you know, my but my dad also like didn't believe in the pope. Okay, you know, opposed the pope on everything. Like we were the most Christian family and the most politically liberal family, mm. which made sense to me as a kid, and then it didn't make sense to me as a young person and then when I got older began actually reading the Bible it made a lot of sense to me but it still seems kind of uh, insane in this world but yeah we were we were the only kids who went to church all the time yeah. and prayers before meals and all that but like my dad didn't make us do confession and there was no you know my dad was a big civil rights guy he made me read Malcolm X you know um, but but very very Catholic uh, and the most liberal at the same time and uh, sort of like uh, Jesus yes <laughs> and he got picked on for it too I'm explain sorry. how
0: <laughs> How Jesus was like that because you have a great. Oh, you want to go there already? I, do. I thought we
1: were going to talk about sexy well, stuff. Well, we
0: can talk about. Well, okay, first How I want to talk. Jesus in bed? <laughs> How is Jesus in bed?
1: <laughs> Guy hangs out with thirteen other guys all the time. I'm just saying <laughs> we're going to make Jesus great again. Okay, believe me.
0: Um, did you ever like talk to God as like? Would you pray as a child? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Did you ever think about him in the room when you were masturbating? No. Okay, because no, I thought about dead relatives. Sometimes
1: just to get going.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how I knew I was a voyeur at a young age. I thought about dead relatives watching me masturbate, and okay. I thought, they're not going to tell anybody. So go ahead. If this is what you're if you You're going to spend. If the, they
0: watch as long as they don't tell anybody. My
1: grandpa's going to spend the afterlife watching me do this, he deserves exactly what he gets.
0: <laughs> that's true. And I'm sure he I, did it too. I have zero memory
2: of what I thought about like those first crucial few months. I mean, I was just so ecstatic with the discovery. Yeah, you know, I thought I was the only person who ever figured out how to do this.
0: What was it? When was your first time? Do you remember? Like six weeks ago. Nice. Mm, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh,
2: I would have been, I guess, probably like sixth grade, seventh grade, yeah. something like that. Uh, But, yeah, I had a sock roll that I went to town on. Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I will never understand how guys don't understand that their hand is right there. Like, everyone comes up with these contraptions, and I'm like, you've got this.
2: I think think it felt just, like, weird or wrong to just use your hand. It felt somehow, like, a little removed from what you were doing. If I... If I that's have sex very with fair. A socks, lot of I girls. Think.
0: No, I literally just had an interview with a girl who was like, I don't like masturbating. Like, I don't like touching my clip. Like, it feels weird. And, like, I used to think that too. And she's like, Oh, but I'll hump a pillow all day. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's fine. It's just like the hand on thing. Con- so I get, yeah. yeah. yeah I like mm. it now that I understand it more from the guy's angle it too. Just, it
2: felt m- more overt, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not masturbating. I'm just. I'm just fucking a sock. (laughs) (laughs) She
0: loves it. I always, I used to read those books. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And that's like has nothing to do with masturbating, but because she would talk to God, like anytime I was in bed, I would, like, like I didn't know if God was real or not, but like I went to a Jewish school and they said Hashem was here, so I was like, I assume. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I struggle with that a lot too but at a very early age I also you know believed in God and I believed in science because there's nothing wrong with that and there's really you know no differential uh, and, and I just thought well uh, if God exists he's the one who put this biological imperative in me and mm. made me this way and made me want this way and I'm not hurting anyone and uh, my need to do that was greater than my fear of hell Yeah. and then I got older and read the Bible and realized oh fuck I was right <laughs>
0: cuz there's nothing in there that says Jesus is against masturbation. Well, nothing in that. Jesus
1: Jesus is Jesus has no sex hang-ups whatsoever. He's not into adultery. Uh, but generally he's the biggest feminist in the Bible. All the sex hang-ups are Old Testament and St. Paul, mm-hmm. who is probably a closeted gay man. I had I had a, a bishop from the diocese of Newark, John Shelby Spong, who's written a hundred books, and I was on Bill Maher with him, and, and he said to me like, "Oh, Paul had to be gay. You you look at the letters, and how can he be so forgiving of sinners, but so disgusted with his own unholy urges? Mm. You know, he can't forgive his own vile flesh, but oh, you're a you're a horrible person that will forgive, and it makes perfect sense why he had so many sex hang ups and so much issues with women, if he was a guy trying to like hide it in the first because the Romans. Yeah. I'll say this for the Romans, they, they had a healthy attitude. If you didn't have, if you didn't hook up with your guy friends, you were, you weird. were weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like a mentorship, it was like a internship kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But yeah. that's that's my favorite, one of my favorite Bible stories is that is the Jesus, uh, with the Roman centurion slave, Ernest Borgnine plays him in the movie, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, where Jesus is a Xanax addict, but uh, with a British <laughs> accent, but the Roman centurion comes up to say my slave's dying, can you heal him? And the apostles are all like, whoa, they're occupying us, not cool. Jesus is like, fuck all y'all, is what I do. I paraphrase from mm-hmm. Hebrew, and and Jesus says, yeah, your slave is healed, and he runs away. And it's a nice story. Uh, But then you think, okay, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's assume this is all real. What is Mm -hmm. this really about? It's not just that Jesus is is, going to even stand up for, like, the oppressors if they're good people. The Romans, we know, uh, left their wives at home and brought their beloved boys on the road with them. And the word in the original Greek wasn't slave. It was pais, Mm -hmm. beloved boy. And Mm. then you think, why would an occupying military general seek out a homeless Jewish mystic faith healer to come into his home and heal a common slave unless that person was so much more than a slave to him? And why would the apostles be so repulsed by it? And when you actually think Jesus blessed a gay union and healed this man's lover, Mm -hmm. it makes the story make a lot more sense. And it really pisses off the right people when you explain it that way.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. All right.
1: Well, yeah. It's not Christian to be a homophobe, you can't do both. Sorry, Mike Pence. I mean, not
2: to retread the same territory a thousand people, but but what does even being a Christian mean at this point? I mean it it's right? really in
1: America, what does it mean? In America it means a white supremacist cult generally speaking. Yeah. But individually it means it either means like you put up a fucking tree in your house once a year and that makes you better than other people. <laughs> yeah. Or it means you try to live your life following the teachings of Jesus. Yeah. Which you can't do without being hellaciously liberal. And progressive, and if you're not upsetting the conservative religious bosses and standing up for the downtrodden, you're not being Christ-like. Yeah. That's why they—Jesus fought for the marginalized people, right? The lepers and the homeless people and the prostitutes and the tax collectors. Mm-hmm. Everyone who is hated is who he stood up for. And uh, currently Christians and so do the exact opposite because it's a lot easier. They, they get Christians to vote against everything Jesus talked about by focusing on abortion— which Jesus never talked about. And all these sex hang-ups, none of that is Christian whatsoever. But it's been used because if you use shame, Mm -hmm. you can control behavior. Well, and it's an in-group, out-group thing. You know, that it's it's a, uh, you know
2: that it's much more of an, a, a tribal identification than oh, it is. 100%. I mean, if I were a Knicks jersey, that doesn't automatically make me a power forward. You, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But but I'm identifying that that is my team. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's really what it is. It's like You're right. are you are you going to join with us or are you not? It's, you know. It's
1: try it's a tribal line. Yeah. It's, it's and you know like some of the best Christians I know are atheists and the most godless people I know are Christians.
0: I used to feel very left out of the whole Christian Christmas thing. I thought that was like the thing to be, you know and I was the only blonde blue eyed one in my family of four everyone's dark hair dark eyed and I was like oh my god I'm the special one I can become Christian and become like cool and normal Pass. like everyone else blonde and blue eyed like Jesus it and other like, Middle Eastern people it was people. kind of fucked up though like I I, w- I stole three ornaments off of a Christmas tree when I was like three years old and then I dragged a Christmas tree home from like you know how people throw them out on the street mm-hmm. I took it home and like my uh, babysitter didn't notice until it was home and my mom was like what are you doing and I was like it's Christmas like Let's let's join in I mean, with everyone. Christmas is pretty cool. I'm not gonna. I love you know, Christmas. I mean, it's, it's
2: it's. I will say of all the sort of things about Christianity that one could fetishize, you know, Christmas is probably it's the really one. Great, yeah, it's really great, but also
0: I I think I learned about that and the Nazis and like. And that Jewish boys weren't attractive or Jewish people weren't attractive. So it like kind of trickled into my sexuality because I always yeah. thought that like me Shame. as like a Jewish girl was like less than. And I'd always be like attracted to Christian boys. Because And I'd be like, oh, if I can. I'd always date guys with like a Roman numeral at the end of their name because I thought it was like yeah. fucking like a status symbol. Is that not,
2: does that not happen in, in Jewish like do they, no, is there we never don't a name third after the living. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, oh uh, okay. You I don't guess name I have after, after the that. living,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm. But I would be like, oh my God, my boyfriend's the fourth. And like, I just thought that was so cool. And like, I didn't realize until recently that I was pretty kind of like a self-hating Jew.
1: Mm. Right? But shame is how you control people. And shame is the mother of most sexual dysfunction.
0: Mm. But your parents didn't ever shame you about sex stuff.
1: My parents were so steeped in shame. I mean, my mother was a nun, and for 16 years, she was a nun, and my parents what? both took about. vow. You knew this about me, didn't you? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, my, my mom took a vow of celibacy. My dad was a Franciscan brother. He took a vow of celibacy. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my mother's stories of the convent, they sent her to Africa to work with lepers as a nurse in uh-huh. the jungles of Malawi, and it was all about breaking down the young woman and getting them to equate shame with humility, and uh-huh. that can be passed on. And I grew up thinking that the more I hated myself, the more God would find favor with me. Because I wasn't bullshitting myself thinking I was better than anybody else. I was going to be so hard on myself and not give myself any wiggle room for bullshit. Yeah. And God would like me more. Yeah. So I was both being a narcissist and a masochist at the same time. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I feel like everybody at home is probably listening and being like, oh, my God, I'm okay. Oh, my
2: therapist just bought his second boat. Let me tell you. It <laughs> took me until at least thirty-five to hate myself that much. So I, I can I tell. What were you doing the it, whole
0: so. time? <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just, just having fun.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. You know what?
0: You hadn't been jacking off. That's what it was. But again, it was. it's
1: it's like it's like it's Jesus didn't do this. It's religion. You know, like I always I I, I like God. I identify with his mood swings. Mm. But uh, it's religion. It's the unauthorized fan clubs that make us have all these hang-ups.
0: I'm just keep getting distracted by the ugly politicians over your shoulder because at C- we're recording at SiriusXM today. Because Do you want me to kill the monitor? No, it's fine. I'm just looking at fucking Trump and, and Pence and being reminded of the fact that... Men ev- who
1: have never given a woman an orgasm? <laughs> it ties in very well with very the Very
0: well. But all- just think of that grunting
2: face hovering I over... I don't
0: uh, hovering want hovering to! You. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ugh, it makes me so cringe. You guys like
1: a good time. Eh? But
0: the thing that is the worst is... I've always known that this was coming, like, because I'm brilliant, but also the men in my life who were like, Roe v. Wade will never be overturned, you're a single issue voter, (laughs) like, this is making me feel fucking insane. Fuck you guys. No, I, I
2: I will. I I mean, I never would have said it'll never be overturned, but I certainly, on some level, on a subconscious level, thought, well, it won't get that bad. Like, I I, I, I will admit that. Yeah, I never thought
1: we'd see a nationwide ban because my belief has always been, as long as politicians have mistresses, abortion will be legal. Sure, that's a better joke than a philosophy, because the reality is once it's overturned, like the minute they overturn Roe v. Wade, it will become illegal in 18 states that day. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's already impossible. There's 32 states will still
1: have it, but they could do a nationwide ban on this. And these judges are all lying. Yeah. Respecting precedent as a circuit court judge. Now we're getting really hot. Mm -hmm. uh, That's one thing. As a Supreme Court judge, it's a different ballgame and and they might do it. And the second it happens, I'm excited for Trump because there's a lot of ex-mistresses who kept receipts Mm -hmm. and they will show up and again when 46 percent of the country don't show up to vote we're gonna have to have our ass kicked to get that complacency shaken away
0: yeah i had an abortion like two years ago and at that time i felt fine i was like this is fine not like oh it's fine it was a hard decision for me i i have always wanted to mother you know i i was with somebody that i liked um but i was like not the right time have been partying a little too much the baby might not Benefit from this. I know, like, I don't have, I can't support this kid right now. Can't do it. Cried, got it taken care of, had a fortunately very lovely abortion. Um, I got to do it with my private doctor, which, like, a lot of women don't get to do.
1: And which will probably continue for women with money.
0: A hundred percent. But I'd had really bad morning sickness the week leading up to it. And then once you get your abortion, it's gone. Um, so I went downtown to help my friend work at a pop-up shop because she was like doing it in town and i was like whatever i have nothing else to do i'll just help you you know and my mom came down and she was like how to go and i was like it's great i'm like mobile you can see i'm like helping with this shop and she goes well don't say it so loud
1: you told your mom
0: why what well
1: Oh, you're not catholic <laughs> I told
0: her from the outset she knew it was happening yeah. she was going to help me pay for it because she wanted it to be done
1: but you do you appreciate that that's like a huge gradation that there's so many people I do once this happens that, could, that could never tell their parents more often than not for religious reasons yeah no but, but you know but, but your mom sounds
0: I awesome. understand what you're saying about she the, but the awesome. don't say it
2: out loud thing though right I mean even I you know and I think of myself as being very liberal like I hate the idea that you even have to feel like you have to give all these reasons why you did it do right. you know what I mean it's like fuck that yeah you
0: know? no but you do because immediately you feel judged you feel like a fucking murderer you know because people do make jokes it's like I mean I even make jokes on on stage I had a baby well it's dead now but you know like um, but it immediately is like this this jab at your character and no one ever asks the guys how many girls have needed an abortion yeah like it's
1: I have never been asked that question
0: never how many (laughs) no just kidding well i mean a lot of guys a lot of
2: it's it's very easy to be blissfully ignorant of that i mean you know it's it's i had a girlfriend who had an abortion uh you know but we were we had been dating a long time and but i have no idea i mean i was pretty good i mean i came up in the aids hysteria days Mm -hmm. and so i mean i was pretty condom ready Mm -hmm. you know i grew up in the age of yeah no fucking bullshit you wear a condom
0: yeah
2: um but, you know, it's entirely possible that, that a woman I had sex with has had an abortion. I just don't know that. I have to. I don't know. Right. There's no way I would But know. nobody
0: but, judges the guy who's. Of course not. No. Who's, you know
1: Why? Because the guys make the rules for the women. Right. And that's the whole thing. It's like, I'm not pro abortion. I'm pro men not getting to make that choice for a woman and her doctor. I'm glad you love government power so much that mm-hmm. you think the state should be able to make a force a woman to bear her rapist child. I'm not that big government as well, you are. Well,
2: there's also the sort of tertiary benefits of of uh, banning abortion is that if more women have to have babies, that's fewer women in the workforce. That's fewer women oh, yeah. telling men how to act in the office. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, mm. it reestablishes male dominance Absolutely. in a corporate structure Mm. you know that it's there's no there's nothing negative about it in their minds yeah to hey
1: less women in the fucking office Mm -hmm. yeah
2: you know um
1: but again like these guys they'll never end abortion they will only end the safe regulated legal kinds abortion's always been around abortion's in the bible is it god gives moses gruesome and specific abortion tips for pregnant unfaithful wives in book of numbers god is the least pro-life character in the bible in exodus god makes it very plain that if you strike a pregnant woman and the baby dies you pay a fine but if you strike a pregnant woman and the woman dies You die. God is on record in the Bible as saying a fetus does not have the same value as a woman. If you believe the Noah's Ark story as literal fact and not a poetic metaphor, then you believe that God murdered every fetus and every pregnant woman in one day by drowning. Mm -hmm. Again, it's like you can be against abortion and and you can be against it for civil rights reasons. Don't claim it's for Christian reasons. Right. Because you don't have a case to stand on. And you can't use the Bible against masturbation, against birth control, or... Ethically, you can't use it against same-sex relationships.
0: I just don't understand it. and I mean, I don't understand the case in the civil rights. Re- like, oh, you want to save this life to what? Blow up this woman's body and potentially ruin hers?
1: No. I mean, I do believe <laughs> that people who are opposed to abortion rights are people who are very well-intentioned. They mm-hmm. truly believe they are making the most morally superior choice. Mm-hmm. And again, Jesus Against the death penalty on record many times, but these folks are only pro some life. Mm. I got to say that to Jerry Falwell's face on Bill Maher once when I was young. <laughs> and um, they really believe they're doing the right thing. They haven't thought it through. They haven't thought through what is the logical end game of this. When abortion is banned in all 50 states, which I presume is what the goal is, not just overturning Roe v. Wade. You think these people are going to turn away because abortion becomes illegal in 18 states? No. They're not going to stop until it's illegal in all 50 states. Yeah, all the
2: quote-unquote states' rights people, like you see what a fucking ruse that is now. Yes, and the greatest
1: failure of the Democrats and the media on the abortion issue, abortion rights issue, is they don't ask them, what's the eventual goal? Because the eventual goal... And there's one journalist who's asked it of one Republican, and it was Chris Matthews who asked it of Donald Trump. Yep, I remember this. Incarceration of women. Mm -hmm. You are fighting to incarcerate women. You are criminalizing it. You're not ending it. Nope. So you're criminalizing it. And so everybody was like, uh, oh, you said the quiet yeah, part loud. But no one will do it. <laughs> but no one will ever do it. I do it all the time. No, but and you guys, I, I'm literally going to
0: post this clip on the Facebook page if you haven't seen it and you don't believe it. Trump was on Chris Matthews, and Chris Matthews said, do you think women, if abortion is made illegal, do you think women who seek them out and get them should be jailed? And Trump said yes. Well, he said, said, there has to be some kind of punishment. There has to be some kind of punishment. punishment. And then he said, what about the men who got those people pregnant? No.
1: I also want to remind you that, Nothing. that Trump changed his story three times that day because a few hours later they said, well, he thinks doctors should be punished. And by that night they said – Trump only supports, he supports what what Ronald Reagan supported. So a complete cowardly pivot dodge. And, oh, yeah. and he's well, never.
2: Because he had never considered the issue. You could tell it had never, when Chris Matthews posed him that question, you could tell it had
1: never occurred right. to him. Yes, it's never but that's a beautiful moment because yeah. then your yeah.
0: actual thoughts come out. And, yeah. yes. like, and
1: that's why the media and journalists and Democrats are really at fault on this. Because they are not asking these people, what is your end game? Because I do it almost every day with folks. Mm-hmm. And they haven't thought it through. I'm like, do you want to jail the woman, mm-hmm. the doctor, or both? Well, because you're criminalizing it, right? Right. You think and it's once murder, you, right? Once
2: you've, once you've put oh, all doctors y- in jail and it's happening anyway, yeah. what then? And then no. uh, do
1: you believe the woman should be executed since you think it's murder? Is, are you talking about murdering women for doing it mm-hmm. or murdering doctors for doing it? Um, what is the end game? They haven't thought it through. I do believe they're well-intentioned. I do believe they don't think they hate women. I right. do believe they, they think they, think they are crusading for the most lives. helpless among us, Yeah, that being babies. But again, if you're against abortion in all cases, then you're fighting for a rapist's right to pick the mother of his child. Yeah, And I just don't, you, you can, Gallup did a poll in 2012 uh, and 77% of us support abortion in all or some cases. Mm-hmm. Only 43% of us call ourselves pro-choice. And so, the anti-abortion people looked at this and said, look, only 43%
0: are pro-choice.
1: Right. But it's like my parents. It's they because didn't like you don't
0: pa- want to be called a murderer. Right. But my because parents- that's, what it's been ma- that's what it's been aligned to is like, oh, you're pro- you're a murderer. Yeah. My not- mom and dad what?
1: did not like abortion and they did not want to go back to the days when it was illegal because my mom as a nurse remembered what that was like. Mm-hmm. And so- People support the government not making that choice for a woman, but they just don't want to use the term pro-choice, and that's what choice is all about. Uh, This is going to really, really wake up a lot of people and people who should have showed up to vote in 2016. But how can I vote for someone I only agree with on 75% of the issue? (laughs) They're going to show the fuck up, and this is going to be a defining struggle. Also,
2: it's like when somebody says, you know, do you believe in abortion? It's like, well, do you believe in traffic jams? It's, yeah. like, it's unfortunate, but they happen. They, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like,
1: nobody likes them. They happen. I like to tell these folks, we don't have an abortion problem. We have an unwanted pregnancy problem mm-hmm. and an abortion symptom. But Could they don't want get... to offer
0: birth control either. They want to take, They now the Republicans want everyone to use the rhythm method.
1: Mm-hmm. Very Catholic. Could we get all of the all of the conservatives and liberals together and say, what do we do as a society to prevent unwanted pregnancies? But you're right, Remy, they don't. Because they think the Bible's against birth control, and it's not. And the same Bible story.
0: I don't think most of these people are Bible people. I think, like, if you want oh, to solve the problem of babies getting born and then getting killed, give everyone fucking birth control when they start becoming sexually active. I think a active. lot of
1: people think that it's okay that I'm racist and that I'm anti labor, I'm anti environment, I'm anti education, because I am against abortion, which makes me a fucking good person, no matter what else. You're I right.
2: Do. It's a carte blanche to sort of
1: mm-hmm. you know, to get, it, get out of hell free card, and mm. it's something the Bible does not oppose.
0: Mm. But they don't oppose birth control either, do they?
1: No, the Bible is not against birth control. But the same story in the Bible, in in Genesis, the story of Onan, was used for centuries to justify uh, opposition to birth control, same-sex relationships, and... um and uh, uh, recreational sex. It, it, Onan was the spilling your seed story, and it was used to say that any kind of non-procreative sex is against the will of God. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. It's about a guy who doesn't follow a direct order from God, and and he's supposed to impregnate his dead brother's wife. He feels creepy about it, so he spills his seed at the last minute, and God strikes ah. him down it's a creepy story perils of pulling out man Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's the rhythm method the first guy to try it God kills him that's why you don't
0: pull out (laughs) that's actually how I got pregnant fun fact Um, don't pull out guys use condoms birth control I have an IUD now I fucking love it I fucking love it you can also tell how big your boyfriend's dick is because if it pokes the IUD you have to get it snipped and you're like Nice. Mm.
2: (laughs) I mean, uh, ostensibly, wouldn't you know that going in? No, but you know,
0: like, it's like instead of like having to take a ruler to it, you're like, oh, cool. I see. Mm. (laughs) Picks (laughs) or it didn't happen? Pixar didn't. (laughs) Um, Okay, so wait, when, did you ever ask your parents for any sex talks? Oh, good Lord, no. No.
1: No. My dad tried when I was 16 and I didn't have the heart to tell him I had lost my virginity a year earlier with one of his students. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he tried to have the talk. I said, "Dad, we're good." That was it.
0: So okay, the first time that you were doing it, how had you known what to do? Were you dating her? No, no. It was a friend. Ha-
1: I always, I kind of knew it at age fourteen. I had a, a, a vision that I was going to lose my virginity before any girl ever went on a date with me. I just thought that's more likely, and that's what happened. Like, was it zero to sixty, or had you fooled around? It was the first woman I ever kissed too. But that day, what? or was it like, uh, should I per- kissed her, and then a few months later we did that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and she was a friend, and I kind of just knew it was going to happen, and it happened, and it was a horrible experience, and um, I never saw her again. You know, if you want to know,
2: if you want to know what it means to be a teenage boy, <laughs> uh, when I I officially lost my virginity the day before my sixteenth birthday, but w- about a year, like when I was like fourteen, almost fifteen, I was dating this girl, and we tried to have sex and you know she she had never had sex for and i don't think that she was expecting it to be painful or whatever and so we would try and then she'd say no and then we tried and and so we never ended up doing it and the next day i was riding bikes around my neighborhood with my friend because that's the age you are we're riding bikes around the neighborhood (laughs) and he's like so did you and christina have sex or and i said well we tried but i only got like a half an inch in and he said dude that counts yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah. It's just kinda. like
2: it doesn't matter what the experience was. Like, did your penis enter the vagina? No. Yes honestly, or no? <laughs>
0: that's it. Counted to me too. I had sex in a very like mechanical way because I I was with a friend too. Like I liked him a little bit, but we'd been like kissing for like a year, and everybody was making fun of me because I wouldn't do anything with dicks and stuff. And then I was like, ah, whatever. I'm so sick of everyone making fun of me. Let's bang. Went over to his house. We watched The OC. Terrible time, but yeah, it was terrible. But I was still like, check, did it. Not a virgin anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, wanna, I wanted to get over with
0: yeah wait, can I hear about your horrible experience because we, we... it's
1: way too depressing for this show really? trust me yeah, so Why? it's a sad story I don't know it's it's a sad it's sad. I mean we're friends now on Facebook, and she's a happy lady and has a great life okay yeah but okay. It, was, it was it was it was pretty heavy. She this cried. was the girl this was the, yeah okay yeah I was fifteen, she was eighteen and um and I lied and told her I'd done it before mm. and uh everything that could go wrong went wrong everything
0: you put it in her butt.
1: no, that didn't happen okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, He said, wrong, not right.
0: (laughs) 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 That's literally like the classic high school move when they'd like try and put it in your butt and then you'd be like, that's my butt. And they'd
2: be like, oh, I had no idea. See, I think you came up a a different age than we did. Like, I mean, there was like anal sex when I was of that age was like this mythological thing that you heard about. Yeah, Like it wasn't even something that occurred to me until I was in my probably, you know, almost graduated college, I think. Uh, But yeah, so, but I think, you know, by the time sort of you came up how old do you know i'm 28 now yeah so you came up in like the girls gone wild yes era and I, yeah, <laughs> we I
0: think, are 18.com
2: yeah anal sex was like way more mm-hmm. that's foreplay de rigueur
0: yeah it's on the menu for us yeah. <laughs> like butts yeah. are just uh yeah great i <laughs> gotta know what the story is i'll ask you after i have
1: happy stories too but yeah it, was, yeah it was not a good not a good time
0: do you remember the first time that it was actually fun
1: Yeah, because I knew after the first time um, that what I wanted the most was uh, not to have more sex, but to get good at it. Mm. And by the time I was 16, I realized I was starting to get good at it, and then it became very important to me.
0: And you always cared about if the woman was having a good time. I feel that for
1: you. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. I mean, if the woman wasn't, if if she wasn't having a lot of fun, I wasn't going to have any fun. Mm. Well, I think that, like,
2: I, I definitely was always worried about, like, Coming quickly Yeah And I think that That helps you Become Better it does to you If you care, yeah. you know what I mean, because it's yeah. like I gotta, I'm going to hold off until the very last minute because who knows how long this will last once yeah. we actually start having sex. But so. either you
1: care or you don't, and a lot of guys yeah. don't. Jackie, the joke man, has a great joke. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> sounds so strange coming out it? of my lips like that. But uh, which old? It's an old. Why, why do why do women fake orgasms? They think we care, and yeah, uh, right. And uh, but over the years, I was amazed at how many guys I met who were raised by porn
0: mm-hmm.
1: who don't care yeah. who have no empathy who don't care and for me like i knew by the time i was 17 that i wanted to be a leonard cohen song
0: see and i wanted I, to get really good at it this is another backwards thing that i always thought was you didn't want to be with the guys who cared because they're weak
1: yeah, hilarious. That isn't that funny. bad? Yeah. But also, the ones who don't care are the ones that so many tragic girls get so hung up on.
0: Oh yeah. no, I know that. Right. But like, oh, he tries I always, to
1: please me. What a loser! Yeah,
0: what a fucking loser! Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like nice guys finish last. No, they do. Nice guys finish. Yes. nice guys make sure you finish you at least six yeah. times before they do. Yeah, no, I would, I would always go for like the biggest asshole because I was like, ooh, if I can, um, if I can tame him.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: why don't you just pick like the little sensitive guy who's already writing you poetry in the corner?
2: (laughs) The thing is though, and I don't want to speak for John or whatever, but I think for me, I've probably been both. Depending mm-hmm. on the woman Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Because sometimes You do get involved With somebody And you're just Maybe not as into them As right. you'd like to be and sure. It's not that I wouldn't care about Whether they had an orgasm Or not But just in general I was yeah. probably Diffident well, and yeah. aloof I had that in because, college Oh wait you know, I don't
1: think I want her To fall in love with me And my astonishing technique I better yeah, yeah or, <laughs>
2: Better be but I mean, worse no, yeah. More just Not necessarily Just pure sexuality But, but just romance wise Yeah You know I, I mean, I like to think of myself as being sort of a caring guy who's, you know, whatnot, but I can think of at least three or four women, you know, in my 20s where it's like, man, I really, I was a shit. No, like me I, too. You no, know, yeah. I was a terrible I'll boyfriend. Just be, and... I'll just kind of be distant
1: until she gets sick of me and
2: breaks oh, up with my... me, you know, like that, you know. That's the literally the yeah, move.
1: But again, men aren't encouraged to learn how to communicate. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like, that's weakness. So it happens all the time. And I, and I was I,
2: always afraid of breaking up with a woman because of, like, what might happen. Oh, I can't like, be the Like, bad oh, my God, guy. she's going to be the bad guy. I yeah. can't be the bad guy. And what if she explodes on me or, you know, and again, yeah. this is probably more family shit than anything. But it's just like. <laughs> yeah. you know, but no, yeah. it's
1: the sort of thing guys don't talk about. And, and for me, I knew at times that, like that I was, like, a young girl. Like, when I would hear stories about young girls who slept around because they were so desperate for acceptance as a Uh kid, I was embarrassed because I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, I... (laughs) As a young person, had sex with people I wasn't even attracted to because I thought, oh, wait, but she, she thinks I'm worth it, so well, I, oh, I'd yeah. be a fool Absolutely. to say no, well, and then just, suddenly you're dating honestly, someone you're not into. Honestly, right. you
2: don't think that you have the right to say no. Yeah. I'm a guy. I'm supposed to
1: want to fuck everything Everyone. Right? all the time. And that was the hard thing for me uh, you know? was like being a gentleman. Oh, no, she really wants it. I, I I can't not do this. I have to. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. And see, I was the opposite because I didn't want to be seen as like a slut or whatever, and I was like, I wanted to fuck all these dudes, and I was like, well, I can't fuck one of them because then what if it just ruins it down the line for me. But you had
1: more confidence. You were able to say no.
2: Um, This is maybe a slightly inverted thing of that, but I I walked by earlier today. I was in the East Village and I walked by Doc Holidays, which is a bar (laughs) I used to go to a lot when Mm -hmm. I was like 22. And um, I remember once I was there with a friend of mine, and this is slightly not a little bit of a tangent, but um, we were sitting there having drinks and we started talking to these two girls and the four of us sat down and we started talking. And it just became very clear, very quickly, that I didn't like either of these women (laughs) They didn't really seem to like us, you know, and maybe they were just wanted the free drinks or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, slow women night are talking to us. So I guess we got to be here. Yeah. And then they went to the bathroom and went, and I said to my friend, I was like, dude, we can like we can go like, I mean, not walk yeah. out on them, but it's like we don't have to hang out with them just because they want to yeah. hang out with us. Yeah. And they came back from the bathroom and like, yeah, we're actually going to take off. And they were just like, what? And it's like, yeah. And we left. And it felt like we had so discovered good. fire. Like, right. oh my God,
1: you can just do that. And you paid for the drinks, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. See, but, but that's fine. That's but great. But it's like,
2: yeah, there's, there's just, but there is that idea. It's like a woman is talking to you. You must. You must hang out with her, and if she lets you have sex he, with her, you absolutely honestly, must have sex so with her. Honestly, so right. Between yeah. the
1: culture, the peer group, and the biological imperative, a, a young men don't know how to say "I don't want this." And yeah. you know,
2: going into it, sometimes you're walking up the stairs and you're like, "This is gonna, this I'm gonna fucking I'm regret." Gonna this. I this. actually, yeah. I had a, um,
0: I had somebody ask me the other day, "Have you ever taken one for the team, like for one of your girls or whatever?" And I was like, "What do you mean, like?" fucked an ugly guy like just so that my friend could fuck his friend like no what <laughs> like yeah I'll, Like, but, yeah. but then I thought about it and I have a lot of guys who have done that because the girls need a, a wing woman right, to go back right. with or whatever and they need to feel comfortable that like they're not being the slut that night, so, like, if both of them are fucking, it's fine. I'm like, I mean, no, look, I've never this fucked is, up some guy just so my friend could go, are you kidding? And guys have been like, I fucked a, a disgusting girl for my bro because we're friends. And I'm like, Oh, Hul. God.
1: But, I mean, your 20s are when you're supposed to be an idiot. And, and <laughs> if you didn't have so much bad sex in your 20s, you wouldn't be able to appreciate the good sex that begins in your late 20s or 30s. Mm.
2: I remember, you know, when I was in my 20s, it was like in the prime AOL chat room days. Okay. Uh, And I was like, I I, I was the king of... You know, not the king. I was a Duke. Mm. Uh, no, but I I was very Earl. much into like going to the you know, let's hey we should go to a private room, you know, the AOL mm. private chat rooms. Oh and, my god. And I hooked up with girls like a lot. You know, sometimes a few girls I met in like the middle of the night, like, hey, <laughs> come over right now. Yeah. And uh and all my friends would laugh at me and you'd be like, I can't believe you do that. It's like, dude, good. I'm glad you I'm glad yeah. you think you're above this because there's a lot of Really attractive, really horny women out there yeah. who don't want to hang out at bars or whatever, who you know, and so I was kind of cleaning up or whatever. But there was one time where I did go over to a woman's house in the middle of the night and you know, it was before the days where people had like pictures online and she had sent some picture that was, you know, deceptive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. flattering or whatever. And, you know, I don't know whether I feel proud of this or ashamed of it. I guess I feel uh, conflicted. But, you know, we had sex because <laughs> I had gone over there. Right. It, I really, when I got there, I had zero interest. And if I had been a little bit more uh, confident in myself, I would have just said, you know what? This isn't working for me. Yeah. But I didn't want to insult her.
0: Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes, oh, so I, I, well, I that's exactly how we yeah. feel with guys. We don't want to insult you and yeah. we don't want you to hit us after. Well, yeah. If there's if another like, element. There's yeah. a whole other level of fear. Yeah. You know? But I, th- I think you're... Perspective of like, wait, does this make me like not a man if I don't want to fuck this? Like,
2: yeah, you're allowed. And to also, not- it's like, am I going to make you not feel like feel like you're yeah, not
0: a woman if yeah. I don't have
2: sex with you? Am I? Am I going to? You
1: know, it's probably
2: just
0: like, better listen, to you catfished me fully, but I'm going to be kind. <laughs> this is like such a.
1: I did not expect the conversation to go this way, but like, yeah, in my twenties. I faked orgasms in my twenties. I did you? too, a ton. F- in a my twenties, I yep. faked so many orgasms because I just to wanted to make sure you had a good time. Good. I I can't do any more of this. Like yeah, why am I doing this, God? Why am I doing this? Again. And I
2: didn't want to have to deal with the repercussions of, you know, whether you're going to get upset if I have yeah. an yeah. orgasm or yeah. whatever. And then of course there's some level of like, am I am I impotent? Like like is there something <laughs> wrong with me? You yeah. know? Like, and so it's just easier, just fucking fake it. Yeah, just fake, fake it.
0: <sighs> yeah, it happens. I mean, it that, does that was the one, again, one of the rare
2: upsides of wearing condoms. We do. Yeah, have- you can always
0: fake it. You just throw it in the <laughs> yeah. corner and nobody Although
1: knows. most women have told me that it's like, no, I could. We, we might have too much empathy for our own good. Yeah.
0: You have to, yeah. like, teeter to the bathroom, like, pour some <laughs> lubriderm in it. And you're like, look, look, and throw it at the bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like one of those things
2: you throw at the window and they crawl yeah. down. <laughs> <those little laughs> yeah. <sticky. laughs>
0: what was. The- oh, you know what I used to do in chat rooms? Because I was, like, uh, I think like eight not, like eight or nine <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah like nine through eleven i would go into gay chat rooms with my friend brianna and we'd pretend to be like a big dicked guy and we would cyber with gay guys and we loved it and i don't know i thought i think it was like now looking back on it like i'm just like oh hey it was like like at the time we were just like oh we're being so funny but i think i was always such like a horny kid but i just thought it would be like gross to do it as a girl right but as a gay guy like you can be as raunch as you want even if you're actually a nine-year-old girl
1: there's that ironic distance to it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. you know what i think that's great you're balancing out karmically a culture where there's millions of men pretending to be women online every day Mm so thank you for that well my
2: my my wife i guess i can say this uh when i met my wife uh she was living with a boyfriend Mm -hmm. who she had moved to new york to to live with they they had a they both worked at this like summer resort, the Cuervo Nation. It was like this weird thing okay. that C- Cuervo Tequila used to run. They were like party starters. Like they'd get people drinking at this Cuervo thing. Nice. And then they, they started dating and he lived in Queens. And so she moved to New York to to live with him. And like a few weeks after she moved in with him, she found out that he'd been going into chat rooms and posing as like a teenage girl and like Whoa. having like cyber sex. And now she's just completely fucking uprooted her life. And, and she- now she lives with this guy. And so it's like you know, they were dating in the sense, you know how it is in New York, where it's like, we're on the lease. So yeah. I'm going to live here, even mm-hmm. though we're not together anymore or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I just, there's a lot of dudes who I guess. Yeah.
0: That's wild. I yeah. was
2: the other man a lot. Like a ton. I was the
0: other woman a lot. Yeah.
2: I think that's maybe one of the things that I, when I started dating my wife, that was one of the things that she had a boyfriend. I didn't know any of this weird chat room stuff. Yeah. I just knew that she lived with her boyfriend. And I guess on some level, that made me feel kind of like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, that's so interesting, though, because I, I, oh, a lot of kids, like, uh, young shit coming up for me, like early age stuff. But um, there was always this thing about being in competition with another person where it just takes the pressure off of the person you're actually hooking up with. And you just make it about competing with this other person. Like, am I better than her? Am I prettier than her? Do I have more friends than her? Do I have more likes on Facebook? Like,
2: I, To me, I just felt like it made me seem more interesting than maybe I actually am. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It made me feel dangerous and, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. kind of like... I loved the idea of being someone's kind of mistake.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, now the only thing... I mean, I hate... I would never cheat... But I thought it would be, I thought it was so cool that because cheating to me is the worst thing you could do. Yeah. So I thought, oh my God, is I'm it, making is this it, person what? do this thing that like Hilarious. is so bad. Like I must be <laughs> so hot because I would never cheat, you know?
1: What's worse, cheating for selfish reasons or hurting someone for malicious reasons?
0: wait what
1: like if you you know it's funny what if people say wait what as a joke all the time that was like totally wait what what? (laughs) like what's worse cheating on someone because you have whatever selfish reason you have for Uh self-gratification or deliberately maliciously hurting so usually when people cheat they're trying not to hurt someone right Mm. i mean i this is something i've wondered since the whole bill clinton thing like what's worse bad-mouthing your partner and smearing them behind their back or, or saying deliberately hurtful things to them to make them feel bad, or discreetly cheating on them. I don't have an answer for it. I but think it
0: depends on the partner, honestly, like probably what, what would hurt them more. But to me, I think cheating is the worst. And so for that reason, I love God and Jesus, because we can all agree that <laughs> adultery is bad. That's
1: Jesus' whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that's, a, that's the only real sex hang-up he has. He's not a fan of adultery.
0: Yeah. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife. Well, no, that, no, that was the first no, guy. No keys oh, in the sorry. bowl. For Whatever, <laughs> that's my guy. What's up, Hashem? Um, <laughs> Jesus says in
1: Matthew 19, the verse that the, the fake Christians used to say the, against gay marriage, mm. Jesus says, if you divorce your wife for any reason other than she committed adultery, then you're an adulterer and you've made her an adulterer. So if you, because the old Moses laws was you got tired of your wife, you no longer delight in her, mm-hmm. you can kick her to the curb. Matthew 19 is Jesus overturning yet another Old Testament law and laying down a new law out of feminist reasons because Mm. back then a a divorce was like a death sentence for women nowadays being trapped in a unhealthy marriage is a death sentence. Times have evolved but um, this is the verse they always use to say that gay marriage is wrong Matthew 19 because he says male and female he made them. Mm -hmm. Uh, In reality if you believe that you voted for a fucking guy who has cheated on every wife he's had uh, two of them publicly. It's
0: actually funny because the last time that we tried this recording uh, Ireland had had a major referendum where now they can vote whether abortions will be legal or not and they said yay Uh, and we were talking about Yeah, we're behind Ireland. Yeah, we're behind Ireland now but also We were saying the fact that that is shocking is because only in 1991 they made divorce Divorce. legal in Ireland. So Mother
1: Teresa, God bless her. While she was dying, she traveled to Ireland to argue against lifting the ban on divorce. again, it's like, I don't think there's any merit in that. I think keeping women trapped in an unhealthy Mm -hmm. relationship is, is a sin is is evil. And, uh, but again, these people, when you let your, your dogma, your, your fan club rule book become more important than basic human empathy and love. Yeah. Then you, you don't belong to any religion. You belong to a suicidal cult.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I think suicidal cult is a great place to end on in this episode. Um, this has been so much fun, uh, I have to ask you guys, as a courteous host at the end of a sexual experience, John, did you finish? Oh, yeah.
1: All over the console.
0: Okay, amazing. Christian? I actually
1: didn't. Uh, Okay, there we go.
0: Okay. He faked it. (laughs) He faked it. I knew it. And there it goes on the wall. I thought I was (laughs) the only
1: guy who faked orgasms in his 20s, so Christian makes me feel very valid. That's
0: what this podcast is about. (laughs) Can you remind everyone where they can find you, Christian Finnegan?
2: You can find me at Blimpy on Six That No. Uh, you can, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know if Blimpy exists anymore. <laughs> it's might one of my favorite shitty New York references back in the day. Um, H-M-P.
0: I <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> nobody beats the Whiz, and
2: uh, um, I can be found on Twitter at at Christ Finnegan. And uh, that's pretty much it I, I, I hate everything else okay, I hate I, I hate Twitter
1: too But I'm on it Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm on
1: uh, Twitter and Facebook And all that John Fuglesang Instagram And then johnfuglesang.com And uh, uh, johnfuglesangstore.com And you can find me In the AOL chat rooms Because Christian is just uh, Giving me some ideas
0: Amazing yeah. um, You guys Thank you for coming <laughs> And right I'll on. see you next time On How Come It's not you It's me I try so hard to finish, honestly.
2: They say you'll know when you go all the way from A right down to O. Oh no, I think that I've still got a ways to go. Oh, oh. I'm sick of this, and I have got to
1: know. How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve I'm rolling up my sleeve. I'm rolling
2: up my sleeves. Oh baby, I believe these guests can help.
1: Cause I can not do it by myself. I wanna just
0: Did you like this episode? I thought it was pretty great. Um, If you want to hear extras, you can go to patreon.com backslash howcome. We upload extras every Wednesday and um, post-coituses more regularly now because we have some more patrons. Um, Post-coitus is a filmed after show. And yeah, extras are obviously what they sound like extras to the episodes if you want to enter to win a womanizer premium you can still do it for one more week uh we're going to announce the winner in a week uh when i get back from europe surprise i'm in europe um this was recorded a while ago But anyway, uh, to do that, you comment on our Instagram post about the giveaway, um, tag your friends, or just comment something. Um, The more times you're tagged or you tag someone else, the more chances uh, you're entered to win. Um, You can also enter to win by signing up to be a patron on Patreon. Uh, That will up your chances a lot, Uh, and you can just add one dollar. One dollar. It's not that much, and you will love the fucking Womanizer. It's, I, I'm, I'm in Europe right now, and it's here with me. Say hi, Womanizer. You can't hear it because it's got silent technology. Boom. All right, enter to win, and we'll see you next time on How Come.